Welcome to the Bellevue Ministerial Assistant Leadership Podcast. My name is Jamie Otto, and I'm here with Jason Pyron. Hello, everyone. And we both serve on staff here at Bellevue and work with our incredible ministerial assistants as a part of our church's internship program designed to raise up and send out prepared ministry leaders. Whether you're with us every week or you're joining us for the very first time, we really do thank you for listening in, and we hope this is a beneficial time of growth for you as you follow along. Today, we are finishing up a three-week segment with two of our incredible ministerial assistants, Catherine Long. Hey, guys. And Cameron Hayner. Glad to be here. We started this conversation a couple of weeks ago by talking about calling. And then last week, we pulled over and talked a little bit about the issue of hurry in ministry and in life as well. And then also how to set good boundaries. Today, we finish up the conversation on ministry life as we discuss how to balance spiritual productivity, faithfulness, and rest in ministry. So uh, let's just jump right in uh, because I think we all have a good understanding of the importance of balance in ministry. So with that said, Cam, I'm going to ask you first, what is faithfully giving your all to what you're called to look like in the Christian life and in the ministry life? Yeah, I think definitely it is first prioritizing your relationship with the Lord. That's going to be what really energizes you to do everything else in ministry. So if we're talking about that Christian life aspect first, it's prioritize your relationship with the Lord over everything else, and then let the overflow of that pour into how you effectively do ministry. And so when we're faithfully giving our all in ministry, something we practice and promote here is ministry excellence. Mm -hmm. And that was a new term to me when I got here, but just a term that I've become so familiar with because Mm -hmm. I can't imagine doing ministry in an unexcellent way. Mm. I like to think about it through the category of when we do things excellent, whether it's ministry, music, Mm -hmm. producing a movie, writing, whatever it is, we want to do it excellent because that's beautiful. We want Mm -hmm. to do it to the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And so whatever ministry task that is, whether that's the most mundane task, whether that is, you know, the next sinners in the hands of an angry God type of sermon, you know, (laughs) I'm going to do that to the glory of God. For me to not do that, that's going to form me in a negative way saying, you don't really prioritize this as being important Mm -hmm. in your life. And what it really says is that this isn't really a ministry that that you really see like that you are capable of doing or really want to do. Mm -hmm. And I think that that desire to want, that desire to to serve God in any capacity is really important. Mm -hmm. Mm, Yes, absolutely. So Catherine, what does it look like to you when we talk about faithfully serving and giving all that you've got to the ministry that you're called to? What does that look like in the Christian life and in ministry life? I think I would agree with everything that Cam said there. And even on the topic of ministry excellence, I super value hard work. I think that's really important. And not just because I want to do a good job, but I believe that God is the Lord of my work. And Mm -hmm. so I want to honor him and worship him in the way that I work. And even Mm -hmm. in ministry excellence doesn't mean perfection for me. That means giving my all in what I'm doing in a way that honors the Lord and shows that he really is the Lord of my life and of my work. With that, I have to remember that I say this every day of my life, I cannot do more than I can do. And so with that understanding, mm-hmm. like I I can't physically do more than I can do. And so I have to leave a lot in the Lord's hands and mm-hmm. submit a lot there. But in all that is within my capability, honoring the Lord with my work and doing my best there. Yeah. As we talk about this, what keeps you from having a fruitful walk with the Lord during busy seasons of ministry? And we understand that that is, it's Satan that does that. But what is it, like practically speaking, what is it that keeps you from just living that fruitful life or having that fruitful walk? What gets in the way? I think in the past couple weeks, we've talked a little bit about my God complex and feeling that I can (laughs) do everything on my own. And I think, honestly, 
when I get busy, when I'm doing a lot, I honestly forget that I need the Lord until I yeah. come into a moment that I really, really need him. I start to think like, oh, I have time to just keep doing more work or I can sleep a little later and not spend time with the Lord. And ultimately that's me believing that I can do more than the Lord can and not honestly not submitting to his lordship. And so mm-hmm. it's usually not that I don't have time for it. I just, I just stop thinking it's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cam, anything you'd add? Yeah, I would echo completely what Catherine said, but also just this idea of when we think that we're capable of doing it, what we're telling God is that we don't need him to strengthen us to do it. We can do it Mm -hmm. on our own strength. And you can usually tell just, Jason, I know you've been doing ministry for a few years and Jamie, you too. You can tell when someone may be doing ministry on their own strength, just Mm -hmm. how exhausted they can Mm -hmm. seem. But also we need to make sure that what we're doing every single day that we're submitting to the Lord, whether that's a conversation we have to have or whether that's recording this podcast or whether that is, you know, preaching that sermon or baptizing that person, we need to submit that to the Lord saying, Lord, we're giving this to you. We're asking you to to fill us, to sustain us, and we know that you can. And when we do that, that really does help us have that fruitful walk. What keeps me from having the fruitful walk is doing exactly what I just am telling people to do, is giving those things over to the Lord versus saying, I think I'm capable of doing this mundane task today, or I think I'm capable of, you know, writing this curriculum or teaching this Bible lesson this week or doing this discipleship. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I need to to really give that over to the Lord because I, I, I know how to do it. And so that really keeps me from doing it is when I lose focus on what really truly is important. And that's that priority of our relationship with God for those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want us to hit this topic of rest. We've talked about it a little bit last week and then a little bit here. What does it mean when we talk about we need to, to rest in the Lord or we need to make sure that we're balancing our work life and the balance of that being some good rest? So what does it look like to rest in ministry and to rest in the Lord? Yeah, I think resting in ministry, some great advice I got from someone here is that if you are faithful and you are, you know, a good minister, you you like to talk to people, you like to encourage people. Ministries see that and they want you to, to be involved in their ministry. And the truth is you just can't do everything. And when we try to be all things to all people, we're hurting two people, ourselves mm-hmm. and the Lord, because we're not able to give him any time anymore. Mm-hmm. And so being, you know, not careful with which ministries we do saying, you know, that ministry doesn't deserve my time, but this one does, but saying, I know I can't do all of these things. Which one do I feel like God is really calling me to, to really be a part of? And so that rest in ministry, I think, is saying no to some really good opportunities. And we've talked about that in the last mm-hmm. few weeks of saying no. Mm-hmm. And that's just such an important word in ministry, a, a word that I'm trying to make more popular in my, in my mm-hmm. vocabulary yeah. each week. But <laughs> It can be a very hard thing. So saying no is definitely a good way to practice rest of ministry, I believe. Yeah. Mm. And so let me pull aside on that real quickly for all of you. So because we all, yes, as MAs, y'all deal with this. A lot of times you're given things to do and it's not easy to say no or it's not permissible to say no. But what do you do in that situation? You're faced with just another set of great ministry opportunities that have come right off of the tales of great ministry opportunities and your supervisor or whatever is saying, here we go, let's do this. How do you say no in those situations? So for me, this is coming two different times. Sometimes there's things you just can't, you just got to do. Like there's some things that just you have to happen. And those are some seasons that are more of an exception to a rule than the rule. And sometimes you just got to power through. But in a lot of those seasons, I'm going to be honest with my supervisor and say like, 
hey, we're doing a lot right now. Like, where can I take some margin in another part of my job? Or where can I, here's where I'm feeling. Here's the burden I'm carrying right now with all of these things. I know this big thing is coming up, but where can I find some margin in that? On the day-to-day, there's a lot of times where I get handed a lot of things all at once. And I'll often go to my supervisor and say, hey, you've handed me all these things in my basket right now. Let's look at them. Which one's priority right now? Because I have this much of me. I can't do more than I can do. How would you like me to take Mm. care of these things you've given me? And so there's some things that's we got to work out some margin in my life and some things it's what's priority here. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a practical tip that I learned from someone who learned it from someone else (laughs) um, is when a task only takes five minutes, then knock that task out right away. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't put that off because what can often happen is we'll build our task list in order of when we're given them, mm. not in order of maybe how efficient we can be. Because some tasks can be something that can maybe rest us, give us some time to recuperate, to be able to knock out that big drawn out task that we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we're able to be more efficient with which task we can accomplish, mm-hmm. I think that's something that's really been helpful for me in saying, okay, I can knock out three straight tasks in 15 minutes. Just me being able to cross those off the list gets me energized to get back to that big thing. And yeah. so we have to be strategic about it and, right. and learn how to be efficient mm-hmm. when we do have a good long list of things to accomplish in a week. But also we need to have trust between ourselves and our supervisors yeah. and knowing, hey, I know that you can't do all of this and I know that I can't do all of this sometimes. How can we trust each other and say, this week it may be working a little bit longer, but there may be some time to rest here in the future. Just have some trust on that end and be able to say, this person does have my best interest in mind. They're not just trying to overwork me and get the most out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that to respond to both of those, I think those are both really great things to keep in mind. You know, yes, knowing knowing how you work is an important part of it and knowing the environment you work best in to get the task done, to get the small things done. Sometimes it is that there's the other side of that of do the hardest thing first, get it out of the way Mm -hmm. and move on from there. But it's about knowing when do I need to have my door closed? You know, some people, even going back to what we talked about, I think last week about fear of missing out. A lot of times we don't get as much done because we don't want to close our door because we don't want to miss out Mm -hmm. on what's going on. And then we complain about what we didn't get done because of the distractions, Mm -hmm. but we didn't want to miss out in the first place. So we got to know ourselves and go, I'm going to shut my door. It doesn't make me a mean person. It means that I'm going to knock some things out and get some Mm -hmm. things done. And then I think to what you said, Catherine, too, about the supervisor is so good. Obviously, it all comes back down to trust and trust Mm -hmm. is built and trust is communicated. You know, communication builds trust. And so to be able in some of those to go, all right, not when you have too much in your basket and you can't get it all done, but when the next thing has come after you've just done the previous thing to go, I'm going to do this. Just know I'm headed towards needing a break. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need some rest. The Sabbath needs to be coming for me pretty soon. And it allows that supervisor to correct. Instead of having to go, well, what am I going to do? This has got to get done. It's getting this done and then keeping it on their minds as a reminder of, oh, yeah, you know, because we are all built differently. In a given week, I could come in and work five days straight for 15 hours a day and I'd be great. I might not be awesome the next week, though, but somebody else give me. 40 hours every week and that's where they're at and they're going to knock it out of the park. So you got to know your people. You got to know who you are. You got to all communicate together in that. So, um, so with that said, let's talk about just navigating these two concepts of being productive as well as being faithful uh, and then also just resting, right? And can there really be a balance in this? And one of the things that I want you to keep in mind as you answer this is I think that this word of rest 
as bad as this is to say, I think it can be a pretty polarizing word in ministry because it can be seen as lazy or it can be seen as not being as burdened for the lost people or for helping people understand the spiritual disciplines, whatever. So maybe even if you experience that of just feeling like if you rest, you're letting other people down who work harder than you. Mm-hmm. But just this whole idea of being spiritually productive and still having rest at the same time. Talk just a little bit of how do you achieve a good balance in that? Yeah, some good advice I got from someone was that it's important to always assume extra time for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, if we try to map out our day or say, well, it takes 15 minutes to eat. Well, we don't take into consideration the two minutes. We may need to wash that dish and put it in the dishwasher and, and mm-hmm. wash our hands and things like that. So just assuming extra time for everything to accomplish a task. If a task takes 45 minutes, save an hour for mm-hmm. that. And what you'll realize is that you're actually maybe able to accomplish those tasks in a more efficient way. Mm-hmm. And now you realize, hey, I have some extra time. And then part of that was if you assume that extra time for something, there may be opportunity there where God's leading you into a conversation with someone, either to encourage them or maybe even share the gospel with them. And you can look at your watch and say, I do have that extra time to be able to sit down with this person. It's not that I'm rushing to get to this next thing. Mm-hmm. So just that not being in a hurry, we talked about hurry last week, that ability to not be in a hurry can be really restful for our souls as well, just because of how exhausting it can be to be in a hurry. So assuming extra time for me has been really helpful for being more productive. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not doing as many things, but I'm being more productive in the things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'm actually being more faithful because I'm not bound by time to say, oh, oh no, I'm running out of time to finish this. Right. And so I've really enjoyed that advice and it's been extremely helpful for me. Yeah, yeah. So Catherine, that balance of just being spiritually productive and faithful to what the Lord's called you to while at the same time understanding your need for rest. What does that look like? For me, it looks like as I'm putting together my schedule for a semester or for a summer or just looking at what's ahead of me, I have to bring a lot of things, first of all, to the Lord and think about, okay, if if my work and my school and my rest are under His Lordship, then what really matters here? And so as I, first of all, choose to put things in or take them out of my schedule, a lot of that comes down to there. Something I did, there was a lot of trial and error to get to a point like that. But when I first started trying to like manage my time well, I physically would write out increments of time of what can I actually fit here? And so I would write out my school and my homework and my classes and my rest time and reading and like everything I did, I would write out just to get an idea. And then I would have a lot of trial and error and I'd learn, wow, this week was way too much or this day was terrible or this was a good speed for me. I like that. And honestly, I'm at a point probably after like three years of that that I'm now like, I can just wing it and I'm feeling good about, I know my limits, I know where I'm at, but that was a lot of trial and error for me. But I think it was important for me to be intentional about that. For me, it was physically write it out and just look at what my week actually looks like and make sure those things are what the Lord's asking me to do before I even went into the week. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Paul David Tripp talks about basically you have, you implement certain habits in your life things like exercising, things like being with people who care about you and just having fun, very practical life needs and getting proper sleep, things like that. He talks about viewing those things. You prioritize those kinds of things because they enable you to give the best of yourself Mm -hmm. to what you're called to. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of the balance comes down to how you view what you're called to. And then from there, it kind of starts to shape how you really do balance those things. 
I think another thing that comes to mind is just the amount of grace we probably need to extend to ourselves, because I think it really is different in every season that I feel like the speed of life or, or seasons change enough to where if I can feel like, yeah, I've, oh man, I've, I've got a rhythm down, then all of a sudden something changes. And now that's not the case. Summer's over. We're now headed into the fall. It needs to look different for me now than it did then. You're going to have to constantly revisit these kinds of things. And so once that quote unquote balance is achieved, it doesn't mean it's going to stay like that forever. And whether that be through seasons of ministry or seasons yeah of life. That's right. Yeah. It's an ongoing thing that has to be looked at for sure. You're always going to have to fight for it. Mm -hmm. You're probably never going to have somebody that you work alongside or with or for or whatever that says, Hey, let's just regularly, you just go get some rest. It's all good. <laughs> and you know, that can happen in times for sure. There's sabbaticals, there's kind of things that some places do, but just in general, you're going to have to fight for this a little bit. And in most places, there's going to be a a time of showing that you can get it done and that you understand ministry is different than an eight to five job, but still don't live your life feeling like you have to prove that over mm -hmm. and over again. Stay faithful, prove yourself faithful to the Lord, and he'll take care of making sure that he gives you the boldness to ask for that rest or to take that rest or to say no or to be okay to miss out, whatever the case is. But yeah, Catherine, I would just I'd go along with what you said. I went through a season where I rolled a big four by eight whiteboard into my office and put a month and said, what does four weeks in the month look like for me of what I'm spending my time doing? And for me, that was about meetings I was attending or leading or who I was meeting with and shaded it in different ways because I wanted to see what am I just doing that's task versus with people, what's helping other people. And then also for me, I came out of that for a season where for me, a half a day, every Wednesday morning from 830 to noon, I was busy and my door was shut and I was busy and it was just a meeting with me. And it was to read, it was to study God's word. It wasn't just doing my quiet time, but I knew I had to have this time. And if we're not intentional with our time, other people will take it willingly, mm -hmm. for sure, for good things, which might be the best things for sure. So, mm -hmm. hey, thanks everyone for joining us for these last few weeks as we've talked about the call and then about how do we set healthy boundaries and stay away and stop the hurry in our lives. And then finally, as we've talked about rest and productivity and ministry, we hope this has been helpful to you. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to being back with you next week.